Hello and welcome to Mad Cow Talks Politics, the show that never runs out of opinions when it comes to bottom-up, living from check-to-check life about national shit that will never actually be able to affect what we talk, what we do. But we like to bitch about it anyway. I'm going to run an ad, and then we'll get right into it. You can listen for the rest of the episode, uninterrupted. Move, motherfuckers. So today I want to touch on something a little bit infuriating. And y'all are going to understand why it's infuriating. So, I believe it was Mussolini that described fascism as the merger of government and the corporation. And part of the part of that leans into the thought of uh, government-funded media. Now, I know our, our media isn't government-funded, not that I know of. I mean, if somebody does, please let me know so I can scream about it, because that would be pretty fucked up. But, you know, other governments are, do fund their own media. Like, uh, I know, I think the pretty sure over there in Europe, the BBC is uh, funded partially by the British government, I believe, if not fully, I can't, I'm now, don't quote me on that shit, I'm sorry, but I know up in Canada, uh, the CBC, they're, they're, uh, they're funded by the government, and like, it's, Canada's been in the news, it's been a thing, because, you know, Honk honk apparently means hail Hitler for some weird damn reason. I don't know. Uh, and this is where it all comes to a head, kind of. Because it's literally what it is. You have news organizations that are making shit like that up. Even though I guess that came from a member of parliament, I guess. But you have news organizations running with that. Decrying an entire movement that when like and you well you can see the bias because uh, like during Black Lives Matter I saw plenty of freaking people holding up signs saying down with the Jews or bake or or I can't say what some of the signs were but they're very anti-Semitic let's put it that way you know there was some straight up racist shit going on at some of them BLM uh protests that turned into riots especially after dark when they turned into riots fully because that's when the really fucked up signs came out I still remember I still remember uh, listening to interviews with some of the federal agents that were sent in to guard the courthouse in Portland and like one of them was black and he's like I have never heard so many white people call me the N-word in my entire damn life. And these are the people that are supposedly fighting for anti-racism? Like, are you fucking serious? <laughs> like, I guess my point is, is I believe, and this is, this is purely, you can say this is a conspiracy theory if you want, but I really, I'm just going off of the actions and the end result of what a lot of these, these, these people say, and I'm talking about the media, 
the big, big legacy media. Uh, I believe that's the face of true white supremacy. I honestly fucking do. Because you know, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm guessing all these media organizations are ran by rich white people. I'm guessing a lot of the motherfuckers in the newsrooms that call the shots are old white people. And they tell communities like the Latin community that they have to be called Latinx now. Like, okay, so rich white people are telling a minority what they're supposed to, can and cannot be called. Like, sounds a little supremacist to me. Like, you have to do as they say. It's like they have to control every aspect of what is put out there. And if you don't agree with them, they'll call you every name under the damn book. But you have to agree with them. You have to support that narrative. There's so many instances of people on the on the left just blatantly being like that, just white supremacists. I mean, hell, I think I told you guys about it. There's this woman that I got into an argument with. Well, my buddy got into an argument with her. I was just backing his ass up. And he's a black guy, and he was trying to explain that you know he built himself from nothing. He didn't use any government programs. He didn't get get any help from anybody. He built up his businesses from nothing. He didn't need any of it. And this white woman was so animate. No, no, you needed what we gave you. You needed all those programs that we gave you. She was so animate. She was brainwashed to think that a black man could actually pull himself up by his damn bootstraps and do his shit and get his shit done without help from white people. It's insanity. But I guess what the the heartening thing is, right? So like previously on authoritarian dictator takeovers in the in the history of the planet, once the the standing government with whatever leader was in place or whatever, uh, decided things were going to be one way, okay? Uh, and they had the media in their pocket, whoever wrote the papers or, or whoever stood on the soapbox and preached in the middle of the town square, they, had, they, were, they were on that same narrative. Once they were all aligned like that, right? At that point, there was no... I mean, there was underground people, like, talking in taverns and stuff like that, but that was all way too open, you know? It was all, like, if they really wanted to shut it down, they could shut it down. And I guess, to a degree, it's the same way today. But those conversations, those small conversations with a couple groups of friends at a tavern back in the day or, or a pub or whatever, you know, that was just a few people. And word might spread relatively quickly, you know, depending on how dense a population center was. But it didn't guarantee it was going to happen. And it took a long time for people to actually get enough momentum for some type of uh, 
to stand up and say, whoa, 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 whoa. You're our government. You're here to serve us, not the other way around. So I think the heartening thing is about all this is whereas whereas the most of the media networks are in the back pocket of Democrats, whether or not they're told to report the way they report or they're just, it's a standalone complex and they're just as ridiculous and crazy as, as, as each other are, but they never talk, so they just end up at the same conclusions. I don't know. And I know things like Newsmax and Fox News, they offset the center so that you have polarization and one side feel like they're the underdog and everyone's distracted by everyone's point of view on the stupidest little shit. You know, that helps establishment politics so that you're distracted. I get how the system works. I get it. But the nice thing is, especially with how the internet is, the internet is the greatest curveball that could ever be laid into any kind of authoritarian takeover or any type of movement toward that. As you think about it, up there in Canada, I guess they all, from what I understand, they already uh, turned back, like pulled back the the uh, emergency powers act for Trudeau. They already said, nah, okay, we're done. We're not, we're not using that. No, they got so much pushback so quickly that they couldn't even utilize it like near at all. Like there were so many things that just that that and the actions they took after that and just before that completely work was completely just fucking the country up. It's like freezing people's bank accounts because they donated to a peaceful protest. Like that's literally 20% of your population doesn't trust your banking system anymore. What happens if 20% of those popu- that population doesn't just say, well, we're not banking with you anymore and they want all of their money. Most banks don't have that kind of collateral to just sit there and say, oh, here you go, take it all. Especially after COVID. A lot of them were floating their assets other places. So they didn't actually have any money anywhere to give you. So, I don't know. That was really weird. But I don't think, if it wasn't for the internet, I don't think they would have come up to that conclusion. I don't think they would have gotten the pushback as fast as they did. I don't think that enough people would have heard about it or stood up fast enough to be like, whoa, 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 before any serious damage was done. You know, the internet itself has... The internet itself has done an amazing job as being the great equalizer. You know, for every one crazy on the left, there's another crazy on the on the right, and... There's a whole bunch of people that are slowly, I think, but surely gravitating toward the middle of things. Maybe not completely in the middle. Maybe you're still a little bit more right. Maybe you're still a little bit more left. But you're starting to see different perspectives from both sides. And that's, in large part, that's because of, you know, uh, independent New Age media. The stuff like... like, uh, the stuff that like uh, Tim Pool's organization's putting out, even though a shit ton of people, shit ton of people like to dog the fuck out of them, 
is reporters are are reporting very solidly with very little framing, which is exactly what I want to see in the news story. I don't want you to tell me what the intentions of somebody that you're just assuming their intentions are. I want you to tell me the news. I can come up with my, with my own framing around it. I can read into it as much as I want. You stay the hell away from it. I don't want to read a bunch of fucking op-eds, you know? It's like, if I wanted an op-ed about it, you think I'd just listen from his news organization, I could just listen to him talk because he's talking his opinion most of the time. <clears throat> but, you know, it's like, and then you have people like Joe Rogan. God knows, you know, Joe Rogan's always in, uh, always in news lately because they're trying like hell to get rid of him, but it's not really working. Joe Rogan's the type of guy that likes to sit down and have deep conversations about things, which is great, which is awesome. More power to his ass, because really, that doesn't happen in our culture anymore. Everything is compressed down to like a 30-second or 10-second or whatever or minute sound bites, you know, and that's all it ever is, or 100, 180 characters or something like that, or 255. They don't have, there's not enough time, there's not enough space for any kind of intelligent thought. Like, absolutely none. And, you know, it's like, yeah, sure. I get the idea. And here, and here's another controversial thing. I'm sure I'll, I'm sure I'll hear it from somebody by saying this, but it's like, I kind of understand why people get worried about misinformation and shit like that. Because we are also all all a part of a society where kids decide to eat Tide Pods. So, I mean, realistically, that's kind of shit. The problem comes is when you have so many people that are bringing up good points and asking real questions that should be asked and being banned for it, told to shut up for it, yelled down and said that you're crazy or conspiracy theorists, and then six months later it turns out to be true, or it turns into the mainstream narrative of things, you know? It's basically like the news media standing up and saying, wait, no, no, you can't talk until we tell you to. No, 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 I'm not about that. Neither should anybody else be. It, it doesn't make people suspicious if you ask a question and there's someone to give an answer. You know, there was a lot of questions when COVID came out. There was a lot of questions around the vaccine. There were a lot of questions about a lot of different fucking shit. But instead of trying to answer those questions, instead of trying to put something out, you know, like have some experts on and just be like, yo, okay, this is why things are the way they are. I know this looks a little funny, but trust me, this is this is how it is. Or like Joe was, uh, was doing a couple weeks ago, he had a very controversial figure, the guy that made, invented, partly invented the mRNA vaccine or technology. Uh, and then he got some flack for that. So he had somebody else on that was kind of like the opposite of that. And he was trying to get them together to talk and have a debate and just go over the information so we can get a clear picture of what was going on. I doubt it's ever going to happen because I don't think they arm people that have the quote-unquote right information how to explain the bad information or how to explain it away, you know, when they're first pressed with actual data. That's the problem, you know. It's just like a good example is like in colleges, right? Colleges nowadays are huge safe spaces. 
God forbid a kid goes to college and actually has to learn how to actually has to learn how to uh, uh, defend his his thought processes or his points of points of view you know how to recognize a good idea from a bad idea or, or even to have basic common sense it's basically just a place that you can get indoctrinated into a certain way of thinking and that's all their way there is to it they don't have they're told that the other is evil the other is bad we can't listen to them we can't give them a platform we can't hear what they have to say They'd rather just throw the baby, the bath water, the whole tub, and the entire house out and burn it the fuck down than actually listen and have a rational conversation. And this is the problem. Right? This is the problem. You have to be able to talk to each other. Even if it's, even if it's not the greatest ideas on the surface, there might be something you can take from it. Sorry for the long pause. I'm just thinking to myself. I don't. I guess getting back to digressing a bit. The point is, is like in the case of those people that have the right information. I don't think they'll ever get on there and debate. Maybe some of them will. There was a client. There was a couple climate change guys that got on Joe Rogan last week, I believe, and he's trying to get them together for for a little bit of a de- little bit of a debate. I don't think they will, because if you're indoctrinated into something, you're just told the way something is. You don't understand why it is the way it is. You know, and that's why I have great respect for the people on the left that have actually like built their moral framework up from the ground up and they've asked really deep questions like am I good with this or am I bad with this on an intrinsic level like all the way down to my core and they'll they'll infinitely fractal it down to the point where it's like okay this is my stance on this and a lot of stances you can do that with and even if you don't even if you don't aren't one of the types that has to like make your own moral framework even if you raised Judeo-Christian ethic ways and I mean you can still do the same thing it's not about whether or not the Bible tells you it's good or bad it's whether or not you inherently think it's bad or it messes with your moral system you know there's plenty of people that are religious that are libertarian and they're just like well it's not good for me but do you do you boo boo you know type of thing so here's that too how'd I get spun off into this oh <laughs> rabbit holes no but it's so aggravating and infuriating like and I'm glad I'm almost glad Biden got elected because I was actually able to watch to make sure that I wasn't actually just being like played or plop like like played like a harp from hell or something like that I could actually see that the media went one way the entire time Trump was in there. And as soon as Trump got out, it's like, 
Some of them are pushing back on things that Biden do. But honestly, I think they were doing that to initially because Trump was a moneymaker. And now that Trump isn't in there anymore, they're losing a lot of money. Uh, they're not getting much ratings at all. Hence why, even though Trump's been out of office now for over a year, they're still he's still front page news half the time on things he says and things he does. It's like, what do people think? You know, the, the, he's not in office. He has no power anymore. What do you think the dude's going to do? Really, what do you think the dude's going to do? But But yeah, the the news media, the the internet is like the the great equalizer in my opinion as far as as far as like keep staving off any type of like communist or fascist takeover, honestly, because it keeps us all to that point that if some major shady shit like what happened in Canada starts going down, there can be a lot of pushback really fast. And there's some people that have the overarching conspiracy theory that, you know, there is some type of one world government plan by all the elites here that's going to happen in the next couple of years. And where, where that if that's valid or not, I don't know. But I will say things like what just happened up in Canada would definitely be a part of the playbook because they'd have to test how people would react to it you know and initially most of the people in Canada as far as like the uh, the people actually in the major cities were like oh okay whatever because they're brainwashed into thinking that type of activity is okay and normal they got plenty of pushback from everywhere else in the country and a lot of people around the world started speaking up too because I'm pretty sure if Canada turned into some type of authoritarian fucking socialist uh, tyrannical government, pretty sure there'd be some people at NATO being like, uh, yo, no, 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 no. <laughs> uh-uh. we're, we're, we're not about that nowadays. You know? So, maybe. I don't know. Pretty sure somebody would have a problem with it. Another world leader. Shit. I would hope I would hope America would have a problem with it. I would hope Biden would get on the phone to Trudeau and be like, "Dude, what the fuck are you doing? Like, you should not be doing this. This is a no-no. This is a no-no. We don't do this type of thing, not in the Western world." But then I thought about it too, and it's like, would they really? You know, because it's all like you got to think if this ha- something like that, what happened up in Canada, happened over in the Middle East. You know, or over in the Ukraine area, or over in uh, Russia, something like that. Anywhere over in the Eastern world. <clears throat> if anything like that would have happened, uh, the press, uh, the politicians, everybody would have been all over it. Like, way more than they were. Uh, saying, we need to go to war to free these people, you know, type of thing. But all almost makes me wonder if all the Western countries... It makes me wonder if they have uh, some type of, like, under the table, like, hey, yo, if you go all crazy, we're going to back your ass up. It makes me wonder if they'd even acknowledge it. Like, oh, well, this is just the way of the world now type of shit. It's like, it can't happen to a Western nation. That's what they, that's what I think a lot of people keep telling them, telling themselves and telling other people. 
even though that's complete bullshit, it can happen. I just, I honestly think the internet is our biggest uh, safety from that. Here's my prediction. Here's my out of left field prediction. Okay? Give it like within 10 years, Twitter, Facebook, uh, MySpace, whatever, all the social medias, they're going to become one amalgamated self-aware consciousness. AI will be created and it will have the knowledge and the personalities of everybody on the planet. It will immediately realize that we are horrible creatures that are never going to change. And But it won't wipe us out. <clears throat> it will enslave us. By this time, there will be so many things controlled by computers. Well, there already is, but there will be so many things as far as like even our cars will be controlled by like some type of wireless network probably by then if Elon Musk has his way I mean I love him don't get me wrong but uh, he's got a lot of crazy ideas uh, you know we'll have Starlink going around, going around the world everything to do with Elon Musk just makes AI easier to dominate us I just realized that I mean, our, our, we'll have electric freaking trucks that's hauling all of our food so if a town doesn't submit to the AI, you can just cut out, cut down, cut all, all import export from that town. They'll starve unless they got their own shit going. You know, it's stuff like that. I honestly think that'd be it. It's like uh, if you guys have ever seen what what was, what was that show on Netflix? Uh, the one where their consciousnesses were sent back in time to try to stop change the future. The Expanse. No, no, not The Expanse. What was it? Um, shit, I'm going to remember as soon as I'm done recording. That's how it's going to work. But either way, they were sitting back in time by this like mother AI type of thing. And uh, basically, long story short, and I know they might, I don't think they're going to do a season two of it, but either way, long story short, it's almost as if the AI was a what's the word? The AI, the artificial intelligence was a, like, it was using the scenario of uh, world, or the scenario of, well, we have to go back in time to, ch to change the future because the future is so damn horrible. Like, almost like it was using that to uh, subjugate humanity. That's the impression I got off of it. Like, people were starting, by the end of it, people were starting to lose faith in the AI's master plan type of shit, you know? So, I don't know. Maybe it'll be something like that. It'll, something, the master manipulation to make us think that we're, we're somehow in control of ourselves and we're willingly letting it control us, but in actuality, it'll be controlling us, like, all the way through. Like, I don't know. That That's... I have a feeling that's how shit's gonna go. I guess my sci-fi brain's coming out. If not, if not that specifically, I don't know. I don't foresee us getting. I don't foresee us getting into another, another. Uh, what's it called? Huge, overall overarching tyrannical government like worldwide. I don't think it's ever gonna happen. Because they're at the, okay. Wait, 
It will happen if there's aliens. That is a way that it will happen. Because there's nothing that... Either there's aliens, there's a virus that kills like 90% of the population, then it can happen then. Uh, yeah. I think that's pretty much it. There has It has to be either less people to control or there has to be uh, some unifying threat that unites the world. You know what I mean? It's got to be one or the other. I don't think it's ever going to be... I don't think it's ever... Well, maybe AI can do that, too, I guess. AI could, like, facilitate the role of the aliens. I don't know. Anyway, I'm going to stop rambling, because that was a lot of fucking rambling. Uh, I apologize. Uh, But uh, y'all have a good day, and uh, be be good to each other. See you in the next one. Moon, motherfuckers. Whoop.